0: Let's talk about Safari and how sucky it can be. So I just tweeted out, Safari is the new IE11. And it seems to resonate with some people. I'm also getting some people who are sending me pictures of um, knives being pointed at my face. Um, That's a joke, Eric Barnes, whatever, okay. Uh, Yeah, so Safari and IE11, hmm. Safari sucks, and so here's it from a bird's eye view. As a maintainer of two JavaScript frameworks, Alpine and LiveWire, the issues the cross-browser compatibility issues that i come across most are safari i've had one that i can think of that's firefox that's distinctly firefox um and that's i don't know if we talked about the uh i think i did on no plans to merge the history state stuff the push and pop state stuff um that firefox has a limit on the size that you can push state but whatever so safari is the one that causes all the little weird issues. You expect it from IE 11, that's just expected. You don't expect it from Safari. And I wish I could recall right now some of the dumb issues with Safari, because there's some APIs that Safari just literally refuses to implement, which are so stupid. They're really helpful things that Chrome implements and Firefox implements and everything, every WebKit, you know, whatever. Um, Safari does not, and it is extremely frustrating. So screw you, Safari. the cause of a lot of issues so first thing i got my dusk test suite working in safari which took no time at all there's a package out there to get dusk working in safari and um, i don't know it's kind of i actually just copied the like four or five lines of code in that package and just pasted them in and it pretty much works Um, which is awesome so here's the problem i'm going to walk you through the problem because that's what this podcast is about we're going to this is a this is a deep one so disclaimer it's about to get deep so get ready um here we go Here's the problem as a user would observe it. When you have a username and password f- form with LiveWire, there's two fields, username and password, okay? Let's say it's email and password. And you have wire model on both of those input uh, fields, whatever, elements, okay? When you type into the email field, as you type, the browser is dispatching events. It's dispatching input events. That's the, that's the events that it dispatches. And when you click a checkbox, it dispatches an input event. And wire model is listening for input events. And so when it gets an input event, it goes, What's the e.target.value? Which is like, What's this element's value? It takes that value and it sends it over to the server, does its LiveWire thing, however you want to handle that. Okay, that's how LiveWire hooks into values. All right. So the problem in Safari is that if you click in the email field and you get that little autofill dropdown thing where you can click to autofill a username and password that you have state saved, you click that. The email will flash for a split second, and then it'll be empty, and the password will have been filled out, and is all good to go. And then, if you actually hit save, uh, the, even the password field won't like work. Like even though it looks like the password field worked and is filled out, this you know LiveWire doesn't know about the actual value inside of it. So there are layers of problems here. Let me first describe why this isn't an issue in Chrome. It's not an issue in Chrome because Chrome works like you would expect a system like this to work. If you do autofill in Chrome, it's basically pretending as if you're typing it in. So LiveWire works perfectly because it knows how to handle people typing in input. So if you hit autofill username and password in Chrome, it's just going to you know fire input events that have those values and LiveWire will pick it up and everything will be fine. But in Safari, here's where safari, there's layers to this problem in Safari. There's a number of problems kind of layered on top of each other. So here's the the root problem is that Safari's, hmm, there's two root problems. The first root problem is Safari fires weird input events. They're not normal events. So every event, when you're listening, when you're doing add event listener in JavaScript and you're listening for an event, the clat like that event object, that E that you do dot target or dot prevent E is of type. It's of the class event. And that's sort of reserved for native browser events like key down, uh, click, mouse, enter, stuff like that. Now, Safari, when you do this autofill, it does fire these events, but these events are custom events. The type is if you did type of, it would be, or instance of, it would be custom event, which in general, in my mind, those are reserved for like Developers, you know, like I, as a maintainer of packages, when I dispatch events, they're custom events, they're not native events. So I use the custom event class. So Safari is kind of crossing streams there. When you dispatch an event like uh, in Alpine with dollar sign dispatch, you are, it's like a shorthand for dispatching a custom event. And so LiveWire picks up custom events and handles them differently because it's just a pattern. When you're using a custom event, you put the data into event.detail. This is the part where your head's going to be a little bit foggy if you've never used custom events. But there's a property called detail. And this is just kind of standard stuff. This is how you should do it. This, if you go to MDN and you look at custom events, it suggests that you put the value of an event, if there is a value, you put it in the property detail. Okay, so Safari doesn't do that. It leaves detail null. And, it, and this input event is a custom event. So it's like they use custom events f- strike one. Strike two, they use them wrong. They don't add the dot detail. So LiveWire is looking, it's like, oh, this is a custom event. Look for dot detail. Dot detail is null. So now the value will always be null. LiveWire will always pick it up as null. Okay. Quick tangent on the other stupid problem that Safari does and that's really weird. When you autofill a username and password in Safari, those events for each field are staggered by like a second. So if you look like at the dev tools or whatever, if you hook into these events, it fires the input event and i think it does it in reverse order it's like the password the last field gets fired first then a second later like literally a thousand milliseconds later the next event the or the previous event the username event will then get dispatched which is so dumb so you have this like way crazy stagger where they could just fire them at the same time but they stagger them by a second which introduces a whole other layer of weird issues okay So, But the real problem that I'm talking about here is Safari uses custom events for autofilling, but it doesn't use the detail property, so it doesn't work normally. So I need some sort of thing in LiveWire where I'm saying, hey, if this event was caused by a Safari autofill, then handle it differently. Then don't don't pretend it's not a custom event. Just get the e.target.value, right? Okay, so do that. And how do I do that? What is that conditional? How do I know that it's Safari autofill? Well, that's, that's the, the next annoying thing. There's no way to hook into that. There's no way to listen for an autofill event in Safari. There's no native event that gets dispatched or anything. So you have to hack it, and here's how you hack it. Get ready. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that you have to deal with. So the only way to actually hook into an animation, sorry, a autofill event in Safari is with CSS. CSS is the only thing that can be aware that something is autofill. So if you think about it, when you autofill in Safari, usually the text fields get that yellow background, right? So that is a CSS selector. And it's like input, colon, hyphen, webkit. It's a pseudo selector hyphen, webkit, autofill, or something like that. And so you can create a CSS selector yourself that applies an animation to anything with webkit autofill. But that animation does nothing. It can just be an empty animation with a name. And when the animation starts, it will fire the, or dispatch, the browser will do this. It'll dispatch an animation start event, which you can listen for and then check if the animation name is, that, is your own custom animation name. And then there's your, your own sort of hacky way to hook into uh, autofill. <laughs> so the reason I I've explored this forever ago, but I couldn't get it to work and I didn't know why. And the reason is that there's these two problems layered on top of each other. There's the the anim- hooking into the animation event. There's also the using custom event. There's also the fact that they're staggered. There's three problems that we're working to make this a very freaking confusing bug. And I don't remember if I told you this at the beginning of this episode or not or at another episode, but I literally like paid, I put a bug bounty on this bug. I paid somebody. They thought they fixed it. They didn't. There's two pull requests open right now to fix this bug that they think they fixed it, but they didn't, which I don't know why they would even submit that because they couldn't have fixed. like, yeah, I don't know. They don't, they're not the fix. I think they seem like the fix, but they're not. So, oh my gosh, life is hard. So this is what I did. So now I have my own little pseudo thing, pseudo, uh, autofill event listener that sets a Boolean on the element called was recently autofilled. And then I, I when I'm listening for wire model input events, I'm like, hey, is this a custom event? And e.detail is null and l dot recently autofilled, then handle it a specific way with a little comment that's like Safari sucks, sorry, Safari's dumb. This has to be here because of Safari. Oh my gosh. And then testing this, you can't test autofilling in dusk, You know, there's no way to like save an autofill and then autofill from that saved autofill. So I have to like basically manually in JavaScript do the weird things that Safari does for autofilling to then test this. Oh my gosh. So that's, that's where we're at. We're at the end. The problem is fixed. It's tagged in version 2.2.8. We're out of the woods. I think this is it. I think this is the fix for good. Safari sucks. Screw you, Safari. Thanks for listening. Bye.